to Coach's Corner with Paul Ibarra, a place for real talk, nuggets, and motivation to get you rocking. If you like his content, drop him a review and send him an email with any questions at recoverycoach at setfreelife.net. Now, here's your host, Paul Ibarra. Welcome back to Coach's Corner to episode number 15. I want to thank you for subscribing to this blogcast, to our newsletter, and all of the support that you guys have given us. I just want to thank you so very much for doing so. And so the the topic that I want to bring today is the place of conviction in our lives. That is a tough thing because so many times we think condemnation is really conviction or conviction is condemnation from God. What conviction is, is, is it is something that is in our lives that is guiding us and leading us into the right direction. Okay. And so in life, we have those moments. We have those fleshly sinful desires that may want to creep up in our spirit, in our minds, in our hearts, in our souls. Um, the sexual desires, the lustful desires of money and more greed and more power and just being rude to people. I mean, just all kinds of different things that encompass this thing called sin, that encompass this thing called sinful desires, right? And it's not always sexual, guys. It could also be, like I said earlier, money, power, greed, control, manipulation, um, drugs, alcohol, all of those things are what come from that sinful desire. So the place of conviction is really the place of correction. If you could really grasp that for your life today and understand that the place of conviction is really the place of correction. Okay. Because when the Holy Spirit begins to prompt you or nudge you, nudge at you, to turn in another way, it's like a detour that's on the road. So the Bible tells us, and it talks about that there's seen there there's a way that seems right to man, but in its end leads to death. And so, what does that really mean, right? What that means is you may be on a on a road somewhere, even if it's something that God told you to do, and you're so focused on getting to the end result, you're so focused to get there, but God puts a roadblock, kind of like when you're driving to work or you're driving to get your your kids to school or whatever the case might be. When you're driving down that road, anyone who has driven a car for more than six months knows and understands what a roadblock is. You've either seen it, experienced it, or heard about it. <laughs> but most importantly, you've probably experienced it already. Okay, so if you could picture yourself driving down that road, you're in a hurry, like I said, and all of a sudden there's a roadblock, you tend to get a little upset or anxious. But what the detour really is, is to actually protect you from the danger that lies ahead. Because you may not see what's behind the barricade. You may not see what's in that little portion. And even sometimes if you're driving, that detour is just around the block, but you can see the other side of the detour and you're going, it's like 20 feet, 30 feet. And they had to block this road off to get there. This is just crazy. But you really don't know what's on the other side of that barricade. It just may be this huge pitfall. It may be this huge hole that's going to damage your vehicle or, or even put you in danger. 
So this goes the same with the Holy Spirit. God isn't out to destroy us, guys, or to keep us from something great. He's actually shielding us and protecting us from what we think is right. Okay? So when you go after your fleshly desires, the Holy Spirit will begin to nudge you. And sometimes it's a fierce tug at our hearts not to do what we're about to do. And this is why it's imperative it's imperative. I can't say it enough to do the things in an orderly fashion. And what do I mean by that? When you're about to do something, no matter what it is, I want you to practice this one thing. I want you to breathe. If it's something that feels anxious and you're in a hurry, it's probably something that you probably shouldn't be doing or take your time to assess, resolve, execute, and get it done properly. See, because a man without a plan <laughs> isn't going to make things happen. We have to have some type of structure in our mind to be able to get us to that place. So it's imperative that we do things in an orderly fashion. So when you're about to cuss that person out at work, come on, somebody. The Lord is going to speak to your heart. If you are willing to take the time to listen. You follow what I'm saying? When you're about to click on that page that you shouldn't be clicking on, he will whisper you in the way that you ought to go. When you're about to go and flirt with that person, he's going to nudge you. But at some point you keep doing sin, those nudges begin to stop. You know what I'm saying? Or even like, have you ever had that crazy feeling when you're about to go down a wrong alley at night, that eerie feeling that... Just doesn't feel right. Yep. That right there, my friend, is the Holy Spirit telling you, yo, you may not want to go down that aisle. You may not want to go down that alley. It's what some people call intuition. But for me, it's the Holy Spirit. So if you could think of the Holy Spirit as the best coach that you have ever had, this coach has been with you from day one. He or she has been watching you and preparing you for the greatest game ever. And every day they are right there with you. They're leading and they're cheering you on. Those times that you wanted to eat that Twinkie or you wanted to give up and eat that Snickers bar and just go eat 25 tacos and, and just say, you know what? I, I'm just, I don't want to do this thing. This coach has the best interest for you in mind. And they begin to remind you of all the hard work that you've done, all of the blood, sweat, and tears, all the stuff that's leading up to this moment and lets you know just to go a little bit more because you've been prepared for the next level. So in our spirit, this gentle nudge of God, that's what that is. He's always protecting his prized possession. And that possession is you, my friend. The Bible says that you are the apple of his eye. You are the apple of his eye. You are his greatest possession. He would lead and guide and protect you from all harm. But you have to stay on that path, guys. You have to stay on that path that he has for you. Never underestimate the power of his love for you. His, his love for you is irreplaceable guys. When I say to trust what I'm saying, please believe me. I was totally out of God's protection in one lonely season of my life. This is back in 2009 and two, well, 2008 and 2009 craziest time. I wanted to make sure that the world had that I left behind didn't have any room for me. And that's crazy to even think about that today. I backslid into a place that was worse, way worse than when I ever even knew the Lord. 
See, when you know God and he knows you, like meaning a relationship with him and him with you, the moment you step out of the bounds of protection by becoming defiant and rebellious and doing your own thing, you come to this place of real wilderness. I'm talking crickets. I'm talking beasts. I'm talking lions. I'm talking things that you were among before you knew God and didn't really bother you because you were in that world. But once you have the Holy Spirit, the world will allow you to understand that you're saved because the world doesn't even want you back. And this place was scary, guys, and lonely because I didn't hear his voice. He was there, but the disconnect that I had with him separated from me from all the things he was trying to protect me from. But there was that one day that I knew that I heard his voice promptly and I was deep in sin. I had literally felt his voice calling me back and I got up from that place that I was and I left everything behind to find the plans and the promises that he had for me. You see, you can always come back, but my question for you today is why would you ever want to just leave just to see what the world feels like again? I mean, why would you want to do that? I ask myself that all the time. Why did you do that now? There was a plan and a purpose that came from that. God was able to use that to where I'm at today. But I don't think I was in God's perfect will. (laughs) I really, truly don't. I really don't. So stay in his graces and mercies today, guys. No matter what you think is better behind the barricades of that roadblock, my friend, trust the voice that tells you to go the other way. Your results will always end up better than what you think the world is. So I want to ask you this question today. Are you struggling in a place in life, especially going into February of of 2020? Are you struggling in that place that you just have not been able to overcome in the last few years. Every single year you try to overcome this obstacle and it keeps tripping you back up. You you start on a, on a good path every single year and you do your New Year's resolution and you begin to go, but then all of a sudden it begins to fall off at the wayside. If that's you, I'm going to offer my services to you, okay? I'm a coach, all right? I can help you through these things because you may be asking yourself as well, like, I wonder if I need help in this. How do I get the help? Where do I get the help? Well, it's right here. Go to my website, setfreelife.net. Hit that coaching tab. Hit that uh, link where you can schedule an appointment with me. Let's get you on a call, guys. I'll offer my, I am offering my services to you for, for an hour of, of my life because I want you to find value. And let's see if this is something that will work for you. Okay, so once again, this is Pastor Paul, your set free life coach. I love each and every one of you guys. I want to thank you for joining in every single week. Man, I can't tell you enough. Follow the prompting of the Holy Spirit because you will be set free. God bless.